In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Kelly Kroll, who joins us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. You were a little trickery this morning as uh, we were told that you were going to show up at 9.30 when originally you were supposed to be here at 9, and then you show up at 9 o'clock with two bags of breakfast. I was sensing some Monday blues, gentlemen, listening this morning, and I wanted to try and lift those spirits. And I just wanted to thank you guys for all season long. The Collins have been awesome, and it's even more fun when I get to be in here, though, with you. So, um, yes, enjoy the – I don't know if I'm allowed to throw out who they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, enjoy the Chick-fil-A. I don't know who's sponsored anymore. You know, you got to be careful with those things. Everything on this show is sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) So, enjoy that, and, yeah – Gosh, what a year. What a year. Uh, what a finish. Um, as far as there was one really, just one record that could have been maybe tied or broken yesterday. The, you know, other than that, really, that game just has to be played. And you're hoping it's in two hours, which was not the case. <laughs> yeah, to and, and how about the flair for the dramatic to tie the record right? in the ninth inning? Marcelo Zuno, of all people, hitting number 40 and tying the record. I mean, I think he's – there is that. Yeah, I think he hit the last – Three, if I'm not mistaken, I think he hit 306, 305, 306, and 307. I, I think that's right. But um, yeah, and for him to get two yesterday to reach 40 after and 100 our RBI after the season he started with, it's just unbelievable what the turnaround he's had. So um, yeah. I don't know where you begin when you start talking about each and every individual guy who hit historic marks this year. But for me, I've told you guys all along, the the most fun part for me is the group of guys in that clubhouse. It's the best group I've ever been around. I've been doing this for 14 years, at least as far as baseball is concerned. And it's just the most humble, accountable, responsible, fun uh, loose group. I mean, they're just they're just great. They're they're great, and I'm I'm looking forward to what the next couple weeks. You've been a part of history too. You were there when Ronald Acuna Jr. goes yeah. forty seventy. Uh, you had that memorable interview when Darius Vines is there and his mom is there, and that got a little bit emotional. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. a big part. You've been a big part of a lot of big moments. What was it like for you? You know, being a part of that. You know, when you're in it, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't get a chance to soak it all up because it's on to the next game. But there were some really memorable moments throughout the course of the last six months. There's no question. Yesterday we rolled like a highlight kind of reel leading into our pregame show, and I just couldn't believe like all the things I'd kind of forgotten about from opening day to all the walk-offs that happened this season. Just Yeah, like you said, the big – it felt like big moment after big moment. For me, I've never selfishly gotten to cover a guy who has – historically broken like a baseball record like individually and um you know franchise records are one thing and that's not to diminish anything any of the other guys have done but I've I mean I've covered a no hitter for instance I've actually covered two and yet I've never had an interview after a game like I got to have with Ronald Acuna who was stamping his name in the record books of, of the game's history and one that I don't I, I don't see anyone breaking outside of maybe himself. Right. I mean, that's what's wild about it. And I can't 
wait to see what his um, future holds because he's it's just it's crazy to think how young he is still in his career I mean he's just really beginning to figure it out as as a man as his like man body figure if you will right <laughs> like I mean he's been, I, I don't want to say he's been a boy but he has been I mean right. and just now he's figuring out it, just everything the game how to handle it all I just I, I'm I just the year he had it was remarkable to watch each and every night. And Kelly Kroll joining us here in the locker room on the fan 680-937 FM Brave Sideline Reporter. Kelly, there was supposed to be a celebration, and that was supposed to be honored, and it was. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of overreaction, I thought, by the Cubs broadcast, um, and it was nice that we put them out of the playoffs in the process. But how did you feel about their overreaction to how dare you stop the game? They're talking about 150 years of baseball that a record is broken or set. It wasn't even broken. It was established. Of course we were supposed to stop the game. Yeah, so having worked in both markets, I was a little surprised at the take uh, from their from their broadcast to a degree, but I know that Boog's doubled down at this point oh, and yeah. felt feels the way he feels. And, and for me, I, I think uh, just, again, knowing both fan bases, knowing how intelligent both fan bases are, I get the impression that because of what was happening at that point in the season for them, they were just – extra sensitive Mm -hmm. and then the full-on September collapse happened for them um they still like that's I I don't know sometimes it's hard to step back and look at the big picture but the Cubs still over exceeded expectations this year I I know once you put yourself in a position where you're 90 percent into the playoffs in like the end of August and then you have happened to you what happened to them in September it's just really hard at that point to step back and be like oh we still had a great season but so I just think to, to use the word I just think they were extra salty and that's you what we still, saw play you out you can double down on dumb still makes it dumb <laughs> I, I just don't think um because it had the shoot right had the had the shoes been reversed and they had been in that position I think they would have handled it the exact same way. There is no point really in the history of this game that when something to that level and magnitude has happened, it always is stopped to a degree. Um, I thought that truly they were fairly efficient getting that base up, getting right. it off the field, <laughs> like, and the montage was running at the same point. And I looked down at the end and kind of like made sure I got my timing right. And I was like, that was no longer than a challenge. I thought it was a degree or a, or a mound visit <laughs> yeah. in, in a sense, really. I mean, that I was like, oh, they, they kind of moved that in, moved that out. And I thought they, I, I thought they handled it well, the Braves that is. And I, I feel like Ronald, not, I mean, he, not, do I, he deserved that moment and fans around the game I, I I think as baseball savants should appreciate that moment because we don't know when it'll happen again I thought it was tacky because I think there's no way that Brandon Gordon or Jeffrey Core or Ben Ingram or Joe Simpson would not have shown the proper respect if we were on the other side of that and one of the mm-hmm. Cubs was about to do something that was historic and had never seen, been seen before. Days off now, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do with yourself? I know you're going to still be working and your mind is going to be, you know, going in different places trying to find stories. But uh, do you get a slight vacation like everybody else? Well, look at me. This is my day off, and I am here with you guys. That's how much I love you. I love what I do. No, um, today I will say in about an hour, the 45 minutes, I will be checked out for about 24 to 48 hours. Like until I will show up to that workout tomorrow more than anything just because I want to watch Max Freed. I want to kind of see how that unfolds. I feel like I need to be there, hear from him afterwards if they – 
they, if they open that up to the media. I actually don't know how that's working yet. I haven't gotten that whole. So what's rundown. a checked out Kelly version look like? You uh, Kelly Kroll look like? Is that you watching the Golden <laughs> Bachelor? Like what are you? What are you doing? Oh my gosh! <laughs> are you into that? Uh, yeah, you're I am. into that, aren't you? I was no. talking to my wife about this last night. I was like, okay, this I'm I'm interested in it this. It is a different like, angle, right? It's. It's, I'm not a big Bachelor fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not either. Or but... Bachelorette. I'm just not a big reality TV person in general. But no, I do lounge on the couch, kick the feet up, and, and watch like mindless television. There's a few series that guys have recommended that okay. I really want to try and get into. What, what are they? I knew you were going to ask uh-huh. me that. And like one of them is the uh, Murdoch, like the, la- oh, the next Murdoch three. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it is fantastic. I haven't seen the next three. Yeah, I really want to do that one. And there was one more. And it was Ingram. Ben Ingram was the one to suggest it and now i'm blanking on it but um there's a couple of good ones out there that i i need to catch yeah, up see, on. i would have you watching love is blind you would be watching oh, no oh, love is blind is no. awesome um after <laughs> like the, the like uh married at first sight i watch all you the, do all those oh yeah my really? wife my wife and i'll sit down and watch that for like three days in a row and knock out the whole series good so for you who should we be pulling for better matchup for yeah, the braves marlins phillies yeah, I think the Marlins. I mean, right? Like, I mean, the Phillies, I don't want to say anybody scares the Braves, but the Phillies are uh, <laughs> they are a good team, and mm-hmm. they got great chemistry. And I think from a pitching standpoint, they, through a DS series, uh, look a little stronger than the Marlins. I think the Marlins having lost some of, you know, their big arms and then <clears throat> their bullpen at this point, not to mention what they've had to beef what they've gone through just in the last five days, I kind of look at them as sort of what the Braves had to do last year to surpass the Mets. You expend all that energy to do what the Marlins did to get in basically within the last two days of the season. Um, and, and you sit through that rain delay and, and New York. I mean, what a mess. And I just think that you may see them come out, though, and, and they got to figure out a way to fire it back up. Right. <laughs> Kelly Kroll joining us here in the locker room, sideline reporter for the Atlanta Braves, a part of the Bally Sports Network family. What are you just fine about, not worried about at all, maybe overconfident with this team? And where is or are the places or place of concern for you, even with the week off, even with all the records, even with all the offense in the bullpen and and the starting pitching? Yeah, I am not at all concerned with this offense (laughs) from (laughs) from top to bottom. I know there's some guys that I feel like have cooled off a little bit. We've seen Orlando. We've seen Rosario where we would love to see them get going again, but I am not at all concerned about that offense and or who they go against any ace of any squad. I, I I can't wait to see that on the October stage. I really can't. The pitching staff from a starting, and I'll also put it, I'm not worried about Max Freed. I'm not. Not to the degree that I'm not worried about our offense. That's number one. But the next one, I'm not worried about Max Freed. Not I, even the blister? I, I think Max looked at all of us, and I mean, Max is one of those who I feel like I've I've become pretty good at reading his body language. And when he said, if this were a playoff game, I'd be pitching through it like Mm, three days, four days ago. I believe him. It makes me feel better. I believe him. I believe Max Freed, Spencer Strider. I I can't wait again to see them roll in October. I am. I don't know that concerns the right word, but I, I would have liked to have seen the bullpen look a little sharper through some of these last few games. But you guys know as well as anybody. 
it's really hard in game 162 when you've locked up everything and you don't care about this game or who you're playing and you come in and you're asked to get however many outs and you're a guy who ticks on big moments and big outs. And yesterday there was none of that. So everything I saw from whether it be a Joe Jimenez or a Brad Hand or a Michael Tonkin, I just it's hard to really gauge anything from like a yesterday's game. But I thought and and I did the one thing I didn't love how AJ looked in his last outing, but I do think think he um prior to that had looked really sharp and Iggy's been been good so the bullpen's the only thing because you're going to need to lean on them with right. not having a third starter per se um that's can you the see one that thing. being Johnny Holstaff in game three or is Bryce going to get the start and then it's Kyle and others in an emergency yeah I think that's going to be I'll be very it's going to p- depend on who they're playing right whether it's the Phillies or the Marlins and I think it's going to be kind of a matchup situation I don't think it's going to be necessarily a Johnny Holstaff as much as a okay whether it's we want this guy opening for one inning I don't know Jesse Chavez and then we're going to turn it to Kyle Wright, and it's, we're going to expect him to cover three innings. I don't know. Or it's going to be Kyle Wright and or Bryce Elder. We want three from you off the top. We're piggybacking you with the next guy for three, and then we're getting ourselves to the bullpen. I think it's going to be something more like that, it, one or the other. Um, but that's the th- I mean, it is a wealth of riches for them. Not every team can do that. Not every team has the ability to say, oh, we're missing Charlie Morton, but we're going to be just fine through the DS. And they feel that way. This is a different team from the last time we went to the World Series. There was room for some other heroes. The whole team is full of heroes. We had Jack Peterson. Mm-hmm. You had Jorge Soler. You had Tyler Matzik. Is there room for maybe, you don't want to call him an unsung hero, but be a part of the other group of heroes in this postseason run when you have so much firepower offensively? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where could I go with this? One, I think Marcelo Zuna is going to have a massive postseason just looking at the way he's swinging the bat right now and how motivated he is but then you're right like you just said you're you're expecting the Rileys the Olsons uh, all of them to have you know Ronald big big postseasons but I think it's going to be like these what I love about every little play every every pitch matters I think it's going to be like a forest wall who steals some bag Mm. that makes a difference in in one of these games or or something to that degree right so that's kind of where I'm going with this and I think we're you know I I uh Maybe it's the defense changes at the end of the game. You're going to see something from somebody that you're like, okay, all right, that was the difference in this. So that's what I would say. I think those may be kind of your X factors that you're not expecting because your main guys, you're expecting them to pull the the bulk of the weight. Kelly, when we're talking about postseason awards and Mm -hmm. now manager of the year, manager Uh, of the year, uh, are you in favor of somebody that's doing it the entire season, like our manager? Oh, what happens when the Marlins and Schumacher is doing what he's doing? What's your thought process there? They're both really good candidates. That's a great question because Skip is very deserving. And I even last night, Snit, we we had him around as our sort of end of the year gathering. And he was saying how happy he is for Skip and how Skip deserves to have it. So that's coming from Snit. However, I don't think people will look at it this way just because the Braves are so good and they've won so many games and they've been so strong. But what Brian Snicker did this year without two of his horses is absolutely worthy of NL Manager of the Year, hands down. Again, I don't think he's going to get that kind of credence just because 
they had an offense that I think people are going to look at and be like, what did he have? He wrote the same lineup every day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And kept them on the tracks. I mean, so so. Saturday, let's say the Braves play Saturday night. Okay. Okay. Hypothetically here. Hypothetically. Answer the scenario. Uh huh. (laughs) The Missouri Tigers are playing the LSU Tigers Saturday night. No, they play at noon. They play at noon? It's a noon game. I thought they said it was a night game. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule right now. It was a night game in Cuomo. That's what it says on uh, on CBS. Oh, gosh, I dang it. Never mind. Next question. <laughs> <The> ne- <laughs> I can't tell you the last time Como had a night game for anything. Like, we just don't get to do that much there uh, uh, with the Missouri Tigers, if you will. But I actually don't know um, because what time's Georgia playing? It's, it's a, a night game. Night game. I do know that one. I'd be curious to know how. Um, <laughs> Everything's a night game. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Why, that was a dumb question. So, But I uh, would be curious to know kind of how the Braves. Maybe brass and front office feel about going up against. I don't know. Question, maybe they'd yeah. rather have it three o'clock or whatever the earlier game would be, so that they're not having to compete. But then again, I just they're sold out, so yeah. people are coming to that game. Oh yeah, no doubt. It, whether they're turning it on the television is a different story. Yeah, it's going to be, and not just inside the ballpark, but the battery as as it was the last time. It is going to be a madhouse in here and a whole lot of fun the right way. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 